I'm Jay, an arts manager, educator, writer, musician, and professional daydreamer. And I'm Miguel, a musician, educator, arts administrator, and lover of all things nerdy. And this is Play Black. <coughs> oh, mm, mm, mm-hmm. I'm dying a little. <coughs> I'm so sorry. <sighs> this is Play Black, a podcast dedicated to nerddom, reviews, and hot takes on arts and culture and the human experience from the perspective of two melanated artists. And this is a Play Black First. This is a quick take. A quick hot take. Uh, we literally just left the theater mm-hmm. uh, and saw uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and uh, we have some thoughts on it. You know, we do. If you hear anything in the background, there are some white people having a marital spat, so um, that's just the backdrop. You know, when we're giving it to you hot and fresh, you know, life is lifing, so you're that, welcome. That's just how it be. We, that's we, how it be. We keep it real. Mm-hmm. We keep it real. Raw, authentic, white people, divorced truth. Ooh. Speaking of white people... Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, this was some white people shit. This was a lot of white people shit. I can definitely see, like, anyone who had any sort of religious upbringing just being like, um, no. Bring your Bibles, y'all. Yeah, there's some. Mm-mm. Pray a little bit. If you want to consecrate the theater before you, like, sit down on it fully, I would understand and may even encourage it, some would say. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's real. Yeah. yeah so this is how this is going to work, y'all. We're going to... Uh, give you our overall thoughts, spoiler free, for a second. Mm-hmm. We're, we'll let you know when spoilers are coming. Mm-hmm. We'll give you like real quick spoiler like mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. and then we'll actually give our thoughts, our full, you know, like thought out mm-hmm. feelings about the movie, and maybe something a bit more in depth. Yeah. Uh, this next upcoming episode. You know what we could do is we could do like we could split the episodes and do like two special episodes, and mm-hmm. one will be the spoiler free, and one will be the spoiler filled. So, and the intros will be the same. And then when we just start talking about the things, it'll be different. So we'll put our editing acumen to the test for all of you. Hey, this is Miguel. And, uh, you know, I have editing duties this week. And um, I'm going to show off my editing acumen in a whole different way because I totally forgot to split these episodes up. So we're actually just going to have a full spoiler and spoiler free talk about Doctor Strange. So. I'll cue uh I'll cue Jay up in a minute. So uh yeah. Thanks. Bye. So overall synopsis of Doctor Strange multiverse in the multiverse of madness. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Um <clears throat> some shit goes down. And Stephen Strange, our previous sorcerer supreme, and now de facto, but not really like title wise sorcerer supreme gotta hold it down and take care of what's happening in this film we meet america chavez um who is a very special young person who finds herself at the center of the madness taking place in the multiverse Um, and uh, of course we get an appearance from our fave scarlet witch and hijinks ensue Lots of hijinks. I will say, this was billed as a horror movie, like the MCU's take on horror, and in that it delivers. Um, there's some moments, y'all. It's a little, ooh. Yeah, I, I, me, I was sitting next to Jay, and a jump scare, like, like got me, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, it happened. Like, mm-hmm. like wow. 
<laughs> we had to go outside and pray real quick. Um, but worth it. Worth it. So, Miguel, how did you, quick take, hot take, how did you feel? Spoiler freely. Um, I didn't dislike it. Like it was. That does also not sound like a ringing endorsement. I because yeah, it it's not okay. You know, like, like I, I do. I think you should go see this movie. Yes. Okay. I think you should go see the movie. It's it's a it's an important part of the MCU. Mm. Big things happen that you really want to take in. Mm. Um, and honestly, this is probably the most I've liked Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, like the films or the him, the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like oh. Uh, I like him in Thor Ragnarok a lot, to be fair. Um, he, he was in there for like five minutes. Oh, right, in the yeah. beginning with the... Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. but like that was probably the most like yeah. like fun Doctor Strange. Troll Strange. It's, Troll Strange mm-hmm. is lit. Yeah. But, oh, let's be real here. Yeah. But um, I, I liked it. There are things that I found lacking that I'll get into in, in spoilers. Mm. Um, it's a bit disjunct, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just like things don't necessarily flow there is an emotional core that i do appreciate Mm -hmm. um and uh there is an arc for uh our two avengers i'd say Mm -hmm. uh dr strange and wanda Mm -hmm. for sure um but honestly bro they're not some white people shit it's just kind of off yeah i would (sighs) i feel like i probably liked it more than you did Mm -hmm. um but i also don't love it um, and, you know, I will say that historically I've been disappointed by Doctor Strange because, as we've talked on this podcast, I love magic. And usually if I ever have to choose, like, a power set, it would either be Storm's power set or the blanket power set of magic. And so I went in to the first Doctor Strange being like, this going to be my shit. And it was not. It was not. Doctor Strange is actually my least favorite MCU film, the first one. And so I think he's been slowly, you know, gaining some appreciation from me. And I will agree with you that this is my favorite outing of his so far. I feel like it was a little long. It was a little long. Um, But I think what Marvel does really, really well um, are character studies of really complex people. Yeah. And I think in that, that continues to ring true. Um, and I think it's really fun when we get to see how these individuals that we've come to know and care about and go on this like journey towards becoming better versions of themselves collide with each other and then have to share um, narrative time together. And we see how... like they either mesh or don't. And so it's always fun to see like Avenger buddies who've never really been buddies come together. Um, I do think, I think it was a little fan servicey just a little bit with that one particular uh, (laughs) chunk in in particular. Um, It's hard to know if that was just about fans guessing correctly on where the MCU was going and certain things, or if it was in direct response to what the fans have been clamoring for, saying that they wanted. I can't tell the difference now. Yeah. So. And I don't know if I like it. Right, same. Right, right, same. Like, like, I, I don't know if it's like... I want to be surprised. Right. You mm-hmm. want to be taken aback. And, you know, I don't know. With, with uh, Spoiler alert for Spider-Man. Like, 
the the latest one. I think it was with, uh, uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're sitting there and Toby shows up and Andrew shows up and you're like, word, they actually they, right. they did the What? Thing. They're here? That's crazy. And mm-hmm. then, but also, like, we've been expecting it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, mm-hmm. really a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was supposed to be a, be a big moment in the theater and it was, sure. Mm-hmm. But then you got to, you know, make a movie. Is this Marvel's fault or is it our fault? And by our, I don't mean us, because we're not problematic, right? But I mean... At all, never, never, we're never problematic. I feel like those toxic fans, right, who, like, eagle eye and over, like, a trailer comes out and immediately there's a a three-hour YouTube video dissecting every minute of the trailer, being like, here are all the theories. And I feel like at some point it has to be impossible to... to surprise in this kind of climate, right? Yeah, I mean... I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if I go as far as blaming the fans. I think... I do, fuck y'all. <laughs> I do think that um, it's, you know, it's these these directors, these producers' responsibility to up the ante and still tell uh, mm-hmm. stories without uh, succumbing to, you know, uh, fan service, mm. right? Mm. And I don't know. I don't know if, if we're being too hard on them or whatever. Like, they're making, like decent films over and over and over mm-hmm. again. I think, what, what are we, in the high 20s at this point um, for Marvel, Marvel films, and they're doing it. It's happening. Like, or, and, but also, maybe, uh, 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 uh. Morbius. Uh. Venom. Yeah. But those are Sony properties. But, I think, or even Amazing Spider-Man. Right, it's like I think we might be a little bit taking Marvel for granted, right? Mm. Because we know they came in here, changed the motherfucking game, right? Like they elevated our storytelling to where we kind of became connoisseurs and we're maybe a little bit snobby about it, right? Because like, (laughs) excuse me, hi, I'm expecting a Chardonnay and you just gave me a beer, you know, beer code word Morbius, and so I feel like Uh, a a bad beer, yeah, like like, well, there's good beer. Oh, right. Sorry. I should make clear. I don't like beer. So that's where that came from. Um, I like beer. So, yes, a bad beer. Not that all beer's bad, though. Mm. Um, so is, is that it, too? Are we just... How much further... No, I do think there was room for it to improve. I'm not going to say that it could. I, I definitely think there's room for it yeah. to improve. But what I will say is, like, how much can we... I think the... the I want to to finish your question how much can we expect after 25 ish movies like have we have we seen all of the different configurations of what they're going to do and if if so like are these going to continue to be entertaining or are they going to just be your summer blockbuster that doesn't really have much substance are we oversaturated that's the question. Yeah. Our generation in particular, because we grew up with these big-ass franchises between Harry Potter, X-Men, and the beginning of these Marvel films. We've seen a lot. We know these people. We know the formulas. And um, can we still be entertained is the question. Because even if there were some surprises, there were only so many surprises that can surprise. True. I think right now the last surprise that could surprise is dead. You know what I mean? And yeah. even once, if you even if you start doing that more, then that's not a surprise no more. No, yeah. I mean, okay. 
Mm. Jay. Mm. Um, quick reaction. Quick spoiler-free reaction. Mm. Uh, out of ten, what would you give this movie? I like my decimals, um, okay. so it's going to be a point something Great. for sure. I'm going to say. I'm going to give it a seven point seven. 7.7? 7.7. You know, I don't think it's an 8. But I also don't think if we, you know, this is the teacher and us coming out. I don't think it's closer to a D no. than a B. You know what I mean? And so, 7.7. That's fair. I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. So you do think it's closer <laughs> to a D. Uh, like, or a D plus, I should uh, say. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We forgot to say something important. Oh, Big what? caveat. We saw this in 3D. Yeah. Because we... We still believe in this pandemic, y'all, and this virus. We believe it's real. <laughs> and we don't like to be scratched by people. And so... There were less people. There were less people in that viewing. Yeah. And we both are glasses havers. And so when you have to do the 3D glasses on top of your glasses... Glasses havers? <laughs> that's, the, that's the term. That, that's the, you didn't know that? I didn't know Some that. Some people say glasses wearers, but that's actually incorrect. Um, a wearer a few, of glasses? Yeah, a, no. Wait, a bearer of glass? Yeah, yeah, wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. the the original Latin mm-hmm. is is uh, havis, mm-hmm. um, which again translates to glasses haver. So, y'all, it's twelve thirty. You learn something new <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, so, big how'd you feel about the three D? I hated it. I really hated the three D. And like, what might have looked really great in two D, and mm. like uh, graphics wise, and maybe didn't come off as maybe cheesy. Mm definitely did in 3D so yeah. uh take our scores no. with a grain of salt because we 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 chose for our health mm-hmm. the worst viewing experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it wasn't i don't think that movie was made as a 3D film oh absolutely. i think it was a movie that was made that they threw some 3D in and because in some ways it would make perfect sense for that to be a 3D movie. Sure. It's Doctor Strange is fantastical. It's like tentacles flying out of the screen, sure, but never had that experience. That didn't really happen. So yeah, unless sure. the 3D wasn't 3D, unless it wasn't given what it was supposed to have gave, um, no. So I would say that concludes the the spoiler free. I guess to synthesize, a solid film, if not familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, Really good emotional beats. It stayed true mostly to the characters, although maybe yeah. you know some time would have have had some arcs feel more earned. But there is growth from these people. Sure, a great introduction um, from Miss America Chavez. Yeah, great. Um, I think we will enjoy her sticking around in the MCU. Um, yeah, and I say if we had to do a final see it or skip it, I say see it. See it. It's if if you want to keep up with the MCU uh, yeah. uh, timeline, yeah. you 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 can't not watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I think you'll still enjoy it. I, I just don't think you'll love it. Yeah, I think you'll have fun. Yeah, and I think you'll spend like a couple hours just discombobulating. Like, yeah, a little bit. All right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back with uh, a, a quick spoiler. Spoiler filled. Uh,
so if you're listening to this episode after you listen to the spoiler free because you wanted to hear to know if you should go and then you decided to go and so you saw it and now you want to hear how it went welcome if you had already seen it and you just want to like get into it welcome if you have not seen this film but hate yourself and are trying to listen to spoilers stop jimmy's stop Okay, so we've seen the film. Um, what white people shit? Let's go into depth with that. What is the white people shit that we're tired of? First off, I got a gloat. I got a gloat, son. Oh, okay. Monica Rambeau, oh, son. You called it. I called that shit. You called I it. I seen that curl pattern. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They, Remind uh, everyone what the theory was that we discussed in the, the last episode of Playboy. Yeah. I, 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 uh, everyone was saying that it was superior Iron Man. Yeah. Um, Tom the, Cruise, the, the 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 yeah right a version of of Iron Man from a different universe uh, that was glowing and doing some stuff, and I was like, I see, I see some black hair, bro. Mm. I see it. I, mm. see, I see a curl pattern, mm. Mm. and she takes she, she takes care of them curls. Mm-hmm. They look good. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Black women don't be sleeping on that. Yeah. So Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel in an alternate universe. Maria. Maria Rambeau. Now see, I'm I'm, all, I'm fucking up my own. Okay. Great. You don't. You can't tell black people apart. Wow. Wow. It's like, who am I even hosting this with? I take back my gloat. Wow. (laughs) I take it. I take it back. Okay. Continue. Um, But no, going into depth on this white people shit. They be spirits. Uh, They be be a lot of demonic stuff going on. Um, uh, mm. Necromancer Strange, whole demon. Just... Listen. Although I have to admit, I did love the cloak of spirits. That was pretty cool. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Like, and and uh, Wanda going full Satan. Yeah. And like worship me uh, as the queen of darkness was. Oh, okay. That was a whole lot. Yeah. Wanda was legitimately brutally terrible. Yeah, I remember I turned to Miguel one point. I was like, she's a fucking menace. <laughs> like, Yo, Wanda was so. just like, and I have to admit, I fuck with Wanda heavy, okay? I love the whole, like, a mother scorned thing about, like, she just wants her children. The one gap in her logic was and continued to be, sweetie, what's gonna happen to the yous in those other places where you trying to... Mm-hmm. To like, how that gonna work? You gonna kill yourself just to be with your kids? That's crazy, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she was just like, Stephen, Stephen, hi, Stephen, um, I need you to understand that everything I've done so far was me at a two. I'm really trying to show restraint here, Stephen, and you're making it a little hard. And I would wish that you would stop. And Steve was just like, Nah, restraint where? And she's just like, Yeah, everything you just listed. Is me at a two. Don't make okay, okay. Here's the ten, and then proceeds for the rest of the film to annihilate everybody. Okay, it's, it's body and every nigga she finds. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, like, no lie. Oh my god, like bisecting folks, uh, burn them alive, like um, snap their neck, pulling off the the uh, the uh, Mr. Smith on Neo and the Matrix on on Black on Black Bolt. You know what it also reminded me of, aside that? from the Mr. Smith, mm-hmm. uh, the scene from Korra, where Sparky Sparky Boom Girl blows up her own head. Oh mm-hmm. no! Yeah, very graphic, giving very much that. Yeah, Sam Raimi really delivered on the horror aspects of this film. Yeah, like it legitimately at points was less, yeah. when Reed tried to fight and when you know even um, Peggy was fighting I was just like hey y'all um, 
Let's break down each of those because that's yeah. a, the Illuminati was a big reveal that mm-hmm. a lot of people predicted. But like, mm-hmm. bro, we got. I don't think they thought that membership lineup was going to be what it was. No, no I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 So uh, what do we get? We get um, alternate Captain America. Right. Uh, is What's it her Captain name again? Britain. Is that I feel like no, no, maybe I, I, I Captain pre- Carter. It's a, a Captain, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with Let's, Captain. Yeah, yeah we'll which we saw this in What If, so we should know this, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I don't recall. Um, uh, so yeah, Captain Carter, Black had, Bolt. Yeah, Black Bolt from Inhumans. Like from Inhumans, actor, right? Anson Frazier's Anson yeah, something yeah, is yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the failed TV show Inhumans, that actor. Yeah. Um, wow. So vindication for him. Good for him. Good for him. Mordo. Yep, Mordo's back. Um, alternate Mordo mm-hmm. with dreads. Looks mm-hmm. great. Looks great. Fucking John Krasinski uh, as f- uh, Reed Richards. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That kind of took me out. Yeah. Like, I feel like I had just seen fan cast. And I'm, I'm going to say this, guys. I'm not a huge John Krasinski fan. The Office is a is, is an acquired taste. Yeah. And, you know, like, he's a dick in The Office. He's, he's, not, he's an asshole. He's not endearing yeah, to he, me. He's... he's, he's, he's like, the first time you watch The Office, maybe when you were, like, 13 or 14, you're like, huh, Jim's the nice guy. Right. And then you watch it again as an adult. Mm-hmm. Jim, you are right. kind of the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't mind John Krasinski as an actor or as, like, just a general person. I think mm. he seems, like, pretty chill. He's also mm. from this area. I, yeah. No fun fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, every single time he spoke, I felt like it was just, like... John Krasinski. It's just, yeah, yeah, it was not Reed Richards. Reed, yeah. Reed Richards. It was just John Krasinski. It was Jim. Yeah. In a, like Jim went to the Jim went to the gym, yeah, and had a fantastic for Reed Richards Halloween costume. I on. was like, he he doesn't give me genius scientist, no, not a little that. arrogant. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like John Kaczynski is is kind of an everyman, and so when I like even remember that he got pretty far for Captain America, I always remember feeling like, yeah, no, 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 I no. just. No. Yeah. But I mean the 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 biggest find. I mean, is... and this was spoiled by Marvel themselves. Right. Which I wish it wasn't. Cuz Sir Patrick Stewart showing up to the X-Man theme. To the X-Man theme. In his little, little yellow levitating wheelchair. And we know that's the last time we see him. I thought it was going to be in Logan, which Oh, I mean, Logan was such a uh, great film. Amazing. Sad that he died. Felt earned. Felt full. Oh, for sure. And so to see him again here, I was like, okay, sir. Okay, sir. That was good. He was great. I mean, Sir Patrick Stewart is never not great. You know what I did love also? So uh, one thing that I love that they did with Wanda is, you know, we know that she levels up after becoming Scarlet Witch as opposed to just Wanda Maximoff, right? And so we see her still doing like her, her, her blasts and things like that. But we also see a lot more magic from her. But what I really appreciated, there's that scene where she's trying to break through the force field. And she goes OG Wanda and does like wh- how we first ever saw her. Mm-hmm. Like the weird, I'm in your head shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so then also when we see the first ever psychic fight between her and the prof- uh, and professor, I was like, we get in a battle in the mind. Now, was it a little anticlimactic? Sure. I mean, that man is old, and he can't be doing a lot. Like in Picard, which I watched some time, that nigga can't even be running, okay? So, and, it, and in fairness, that man is in his 80s, okay? He is old. He should not be fighting like that. Um, so I thought it was a little underwhelming, the psychic fight. Mm-hmm. And also, I thought it was great. I did think that, like... Oh, how she took him out? 
Yeah, oh that my god. Just and he knew his coming. neck in his mind. He knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Wanda, you might be powerful, but you don't be playing with your psychic powers like the professor do. And then she was just still again a menace. Oh my god. A uh, full on menace. It was, it was, she is the emotional like I, I, I gotta say, uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen is an amazing She'd actress. She'd be acting. And she like Benedict Cumberbatch is an amazing actor. Yeah. I don't think he He met her. No, and I don't think he ever really like pulls out what he what we know he can do mm-hmm. as Doctor Strange. Yeah, he wasn't pushed to that place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and I guess I mean, maybe he's playing it like Doctor Strange is reserved, which he is. Mm-hmm. Of course, he is. He's he's he's, you know. But that has to that has to get out to us. Yeah. As uh, you know, whenever you're performing, yeah, reg- we still need to feel what, that restraint. Right, but you have to make the audience feel mm-hmm. that you are feeling that. Mm-hmm. Restraint. And I didn't necessarily get that from yeah, him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, America Chavez, great. I love uh, her. That actress is fifteen, and mm-hmm. she did a great job. And she's fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't love child actors. I never have. Oh, jeez. Billy and Billy and Tommy um, um, were so much better. Hold on, than I just want to pause you real quick, though. Little Rascals, Richie Rich, Richie Rich. I ain't thought about that shit forever. Macaulay Culkin looks good now. You seen him? He's, he's he got himself a woman who's taking care of him. He, he figured it out. London Tipton is just like, boo, I got you. We gonna we gonna heal you. At home alone? I just Macaulay Culkin is the exception to the rule. Okay. Okay. Continue. I'm just saying Billy and Tommy were not very good. Hmm. Um and I'm that's surprising because they were actually great in WandaVision. Yeah. They weren't allowed to be people in this one. And I think hmm. Again, I read that Sam didn't uh, finish watching WandaVision, I don't think, which is really insane to me. Yeah. Considering that she is the antagonist of this, right? Right. And I feel like, you know, Billy and Tommy had personalities and were Billy and Tommy in WandaVision. But in this, they were generic kid that makes you feel bad, right? Right. Like, go be the cute kid to whatever. And so I think, yeah, that's probably why they were a little bit more wooden because... They weren't allowed to play the characters that they had played. Also, why was Vision, maybe it was like a they couldn't afford him thing, but like, why was he never in any of these multiverses? You would think. His absence was a little strange to it me. It was very strange. Yeah. I, I wonder if they didn't want to rehash uh, stuff they did in WandaVision or whatever. It's like, she loved that man, y'all. And while I know that a mother will choose her children, I get that. For her not to even want her man back. I don't know, that's a little... Those are their, her kids yeah. with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll, I think the biggest thing for for us, we were talking about this in the car a little mm. bit, was it seemed like this yeah. movie erased a lot of Wanda's growth. Mm-hmm. Like that end of end of end of uh, the end credit scene mm-hmm. in WandaVision. Yeah, it showed her with the dark hole mm-hmm. figuring stuff out and hearing Billy and Tommy, mm. and that kind of alludes to what she does in this film, which mm-hmm. is to go get those kids. Mm-hmm. But the turn happens. Almost immediately in the film. Yeah. And it doesn't feel earned. For the amount of massacre that Wanda commits. And also, I don't want to, I don't want to like forget. She is the one hunting down America. You know what I mean? And is so quick to sacrifice a child. Oh my God. I think, you know, I could maybe forgive, maybe. You know, when she just goes, okay, I've been trying to hold back now, but I'm going to kill everybody, if that was where it had been. But I think for me, where 
it had flipped too quickly was the fact that she was the off-screen primary antagonist from Jump yeah. trying to kill this kid. I was just like, yeah. that doesn't feel like Wanda because just like Wanda said to Strange right. in that orchard, I know what it's like to be the little girl hunted for your power, mm. right? And right. so it's just like, well, yeah, she knows exactly what's happening, so it's a little weird that she's the perpetrator. Yeah, I think some um, uh, fan writing uh, that we did in the car was like, Maybe she's she is protecting America Chavez with Strange for a little while, mm-hmm. and then like something happens that makes her snap, and then that's when the turn happens, and then she becomes the primary antagonist. Maybe she's trying to find the 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 anti dark hold and needs America to get it, or maybe she's trying to find a way to siphon some of America's powers, and then push comes to shove, and she's just tired of pulling from you know the strings from behind the curtain reveals herself and is just like, little girl, I'm sorry. I've grown to like you a lot. I do care about you. Right. And I need my fucking children. Right. And if yeah. it needs to be you, it needs to be you. Your sacrifice will not be in vain. For sure. But deuces. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that, I don't know. I think so, just some more time with the character yeah. wrestling with the just the idea of killing a child. There was no wrestle in there. That's exactly it. Right. Because she was murking motherfuckers. Yeah. She was just taking niggas out. Taking like, them out. My God. But again, I do love someone who makes a threat and then can follow through. <laughs> Wanda was just like, again, guys, God, hi, I really don't want to have to do this. And bodied everybody. Every sorcerer supreme, all them niggas, a whole congregant against her. And she was just like, no. That moment where she almost got trapped in whatever weird ass trap that was. And she was just like, I will crawl my way fucking out of this shit. Like, <laughs> she, every tool at her disposal, dead, yeah. kill, murder. For sure. Mayhem. Um, other things. Christine. Yes. So I was saying, you know, when Christine first came back, you know, I think another Marvel sin that they try to rectify to some degree is, quote, the woman, right? A lot of these stories started with the men and were always about the men, right. but they always had the woman. And, you know, I see that's that's changing to some degree. I think Gamora never fully fell in that. Um, but I think uh, Pepper Potts did for a while. For sure. Definitely Rachel McAdams, uh, Christine in this movie. Um, who's the other one I was just thinking about? Jane in the Thor films. And again, yeah. now we're seeing that shift, right? We see that Jane is becoming Thor. And Pepper had that moment where she was a little powerful for a second and also began to like run Tony's shit, which I appreciated. But in the beginning, it was like, oh, Christine, she just get married. We just gonna do this thing <laughs> where like he pining. That's that's her role that's her whole in this film. Role. I'm just like she's a very talented actress, and I would, I feel like y'all are undiluted. I literally did think at the beginning, why would she come back for this film? Right. I was just like, she's gonna be yeah, a wedding scene. I'm just like, yeah. I think she knows that she's better than that and wouldn't play that kind of role. And so I was surprised. And so to say. The fact that her character did have more meat um, and got to be fully realized and kind of independent of Stephen, while still his emotional anchor and still his love interest, um, I, I did applaud that she she had a bit more to do yeah. Um, yeah. than than could have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on first watch, um, and I don't think I'm going to see this again until it comes out on Disney Plus. What this movie? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on first watch, um, the two emotional cores of this movie are uh, Wanda and her search for her children, and Stephen figuring out that he isn't happy and that he has to find his own happiness. 
And there's, I think, a very heavy-handed message throughout the film of just Stephen's arrogance. Yes. And his need to do things by himself and how much that causes a fuck-up. I thought it was actually very heavy-handed because multiple people kept saying the same thing. And it wasn't that multiple people saying Stephen is arrogant. It was literally the same metaphor. Stephen has to hold a knife. I'm like, right. when you hear that from right. five different people in five different universes, it's like, hi, yes, I get, I get it. I get no, it. No, I get it. I get it. I, I get what you're saying. Right. And then obviously this Stephen's going to have to not hold the knife. That's where we're building towards. Meaning that when he has his moment of, quote, growth, it feels inevitable. Plus, our Stephen could never try to kill that girl because we would never forgive him. And making Wong, right. Wong like say that also didn't feel right that's for not, him to say that's it. That's not Wong. But it was just written so that it would give Stephen the choice to display this supposed growth. That was never really in question because y'all beat us over the head with Stephen holds a knife. For sure. I... This, I, think, I think we should end here because we'll, we'll give her more in-depth class mm-hmm. uh, uh, later. But um, I don't like that they like they made Wong Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme, mm. and then he's still getting punked all over the place mm. by Steve. Like, did y'all just make this person of color uh, mm. like the the leader of something, mm. but like the white man still really like the savior, the savior? You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I, it feels a little uh, virtue signally. Uh, well, here's what I will say to that, though. Yeah. I did have the moment where they were fortifying the sanctum or a camartage yeah. where I was just like, and this is why Wong is Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. I think Stephen is a maverick. I think he is very much like in himself and I think plays a better function as maybe my best warrior, maybe sure. even my warrior that's stronger than I am. Yeah. But Wong has always had a deeper historical knowledge of ever. He was a librarian. True. And I think we saw that he was much better at organizing and being a leader. Yeah, he's, a, he's the a sorcerers much better leader. In a way that Stephen never was. For sure. And so in that, I was just like, I like this dynamic. But to your point, yeah, I also, I do want to see Wong be a little bit more badass. So this nigga is the fucking sorcerer supreme. Bruh, I mean, when he pulled out the swords at the beginning, I was like, yo, Wong's about to do work. And he kind of did. But he, then, done, yeah. and yeah, he, he wasn't insignificant throughout, throughout, throughout no. the movie. Yeah. The movie. He had his moments. Yeah, his but moments. like some of them were out of character moments um, to service Stephen's story. Exactly, um, yeah. which uh, is typical right. in, uh, in today today's media. Which is why we felt about the woman too, right? It's exactly. just they're there to service the story. So yeah, overall, like I said, we liked it. I will say though, I really think, like we said about Disney Plus, I think if we watch it as a group. If there were like eight of us watching that, I yeah. think that would be a completely different viewing experience. And I think we probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Yeah, I want to see it again, not in 3D mm-hmm. and with like a bunch of people. With a group. Um, yeah. I think that would be a lot. Because like, you know, and, and you know, usually an opening week, weeks or weekends, mm-hmm. there's, a, um, there's a bit more of like excitement in the air. Mm. And our theater was silent. Like there was no like fun. Because, and this goes back to the oversaturation thing. How many Marvel movies feel exciting and how many are starting to feel obligatory? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, I know that I, I don't want to say that I'm wrong when it comes to Moon Knight, but I, I, I remain struck by how I seem to be the outlier when it comes to the Moon Knight experience because there are people who are fervently calling it the best property, the greatest, that Oscar gets all of the awards. I graduate in like a week. (sighs) I'll I'll take two days and catch up and and give my full thoughts. I don't see it, but I say all this to say I watched that 
because of the obligatory nature of these properties. Um, right. So, you know, maybe maybe we're wrong again. I don't think so. We're pretty right just <laughs> as people. But, uh, yeah. Word. Yeah. Well, Interested to hear your thoughts, everybody. Yeah, seriously. Uh, hit us up on uh, Instagram. Hit us up on TikTok. Um, and t- let us know if y'all like these uh, quick takes. Cause and DM who... Uh, this is unrelated to what Miguel is saying. He's talking about bigger things. But really quickly. DM us your favorite death. Who was your favorite... Like, who who's marking uh, was, was your favorite? I want to know that. Okay. okay. Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we... Uh, this is a this was an experiment uh, doing this quick take like going straight from the theater into recording a little thing. So let us know um, if this uh, is something that y'all want us to do more of. And uh, yeah, no, this is this is a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to uh, go to movies with you, Jay. Obviously. Yeah, you too, friend. Yeah, uh, this is always a good time. So we hope y'all are having a wonderful week. Um, yeah. Hit us up again, Instagram, TikTok, the whole thing. And uh, we'll see y'all soon with our deeper thoughts on Dr. Strange and the Universe of Madness. Peace. Peace.